You're listening to a C3 Victory podcast. To find out more, visit us online at c3victory.org.au. down and grab a seat. Thank you guys. Actually, you're staying here for a minute, aren't you? That's good. It's just going to hang up here. Don't worry, it's not an encounter service. It's not going forever, but uh... <laughs> some people are like, why are the guys still on stage? He's going to preach for a long time. <laughs> yeah, he can preach for a long time. It's good. Hey, um, if you've got your Bibles, jump over to Matthew 19. Uh, as well, but um, Father's Day, this is a, um, a great day for many and a tough day for some. And um, we just recognise that today and uh, acknowledge that for some of you out there today and some of you listening to the podcast, this might be a bit difficult for you uh, to, to hear some stuff on fathers, but um, if you're in that place of where you're just kind of pushing through right now, I just know God's going to meet you where you're at. He just, God is a good father, like we said, and he just loves to meet us where we're at and bring peace and power, uh, bring comfort and grace and, uh, and strength no matter what you're facing. So it's good. It's good. Um, just flew back from Thailand with Pastor Simo. Our arms are so tired. <laughs> you did it again. You did it again. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I'm just going to put a ban on Kerry's mouth right now. Just to the end of the... Ser- no, just kidding. I'm just kidding, girl. <laughs> she is actually one of the funniest people that I've ever met in my life. So um, you're awesome. Uh, yeah, we just got back, and that was really cool. We had a great trip. It was, it was fantastic, and God moved. And, and that's, you know, you can't... Um, you can't fabricate stuff. You just have to trust God. And uh, it was great. God moved and it was really, really good. Um, I'm going to get these guys to play something in a minute. But um, I just want to like, be a bit real with you today because I can't, I can't even tell you how many times that I have completely blown it as a dad. Like totally, epically stuffed it. Like wrecked the situation, you know. Uh, from like blowing up in anger. My kids are laughing because they know. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk later. No. Uh, you know, like from like totally blowing up in anger to my t- when, when my boys were toddlers to, um, you know, like wanting to disengage, you know, losing it. I have refused to listen to, you know, one side of the story before. You know, I've been too harsh. I've been too soft. I've been too aggressive. I've been too passive. You know, I, I'm, I don't know, like, I have blown it more times than I can count as a dad. Um, and yet, purely just by God's grace, we're okay. You know, we have some great weeks. We have some terrible weeks that I'd rather forget. Uh, but that's family. That's life. That's life on this planet. And you make bad choices and God still loves you. Uh, and, and I've just found that we're, we're going to be okay as a family, you know. We're going to be okay. And it seems like the more times I admit that I'm in the wrong, the better things are, you know. Um, because love looks like sacrifice. And love looks like sorry. 
you know, and, and love looks like servanthood and, and love looks like being silly when it's way past bedtime, you know. Love, love takes on so many forms uh, and today we're going to talk um, a bit about what that looks like. And, and I just want to say to all you dads, you, you will have opportunity to give up. You, you won't be starved of opportunity to, to walk out or give up, uh, to disconnect, to put it all in the too hard basket, to, to not re-engage. Uh, you know, as your kids get older, they seem to be doing fine. And you kind of go, well, maybe they, don't, maybe they don't need me around anymore. Or maybe they don't need my investment or my involvement or my wisdom. Or, you know, maybe they, they don't need my fathering anymore. And I just want to tell you that is so not true. And God is, is present to enable us to walk through the best of times and the worst of times. And, um, and we're going we're gonna to play a song right now and about not being this superhero dad that we kind of feel like we have to be. Um, but what's, what is important uh, is that we are just engaged and loving and we always come back. And we always keep re-engaging and, and, and loving on our family and loving on our kids. So go for it, lads.
Wow. Thanks, guys. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's kind of what we've painted fatherhood like, though. You know, like perfection, superhero. I've got to do it all. I've got to be it all. I've got to be perfect. You know, I've got to always be just on the money. I've got to always produce enough, be present enough, you know. And I, I, I kind of think it's a bit more than, you know, it's not, the pressure is to be more than just enough. The pressure is to be everything. You know what? Your kids don't need you to be everything. They need God to be everything and they need you to be there. Right? They need you just to be dad. And if you're a mom, they need you just to be mom. You don't have to be Jesus to them. You got to be you to them. That's, what's, that's what they need. You know, we just get this, we just get this pressure, this pressure of, of perfection on us. You know, I need to model life perfectly. I've got to have all my finances completely ducks in a row. Everything's happening. Got to teach them how to manage their finances as well. You know, I've got to ne- can't lose my temper. Whoa, can't do that. Okay, I have to never give up. I have to always have the answer, always have the right thing to say. Money coming in, the perfectly balanced life. Ministry, family, Jesus, God, church. Yeah, you know, hobbies, career, wife, holidays. Let's do it all. Let's do it all. Oh my gosh, let's do it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the world says you can do it all, but you can't. So you got to kind of work out what you do need to do, you know. And you can't be everything and you can't be perfect, you know. So I kind of feel like we've painted fatherhood with the perfection brush a little too heavy. Um, you know, sometimes it's a bit it's a bit easy to, as a dad, kind of just take the, the sideline dad approach. You know, like, I'm just going to be over here, and if you need me, then I'll, I'll, I'll come in. Or we take the angry coach dad approach. You know, like, get over there, do that more, get out of here, come on. You're not working hard enough, you're not doing this better, come on, come on. You know, the angry coach, everyone ever have one of those when you play sports? And you're just like, come on, I can't do anything right, come on right? Or you, you take the quiet dad taxi approach. I'm just taking you where you need to go. That's it. I'm just going to, yeah, I don't know what to talk about, so we're going to talk about nothing. Let's put the radio on. No, no, oh, no, no, no. Can't have that song. <laughs> you know? We, 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 we feel the pressure of what, it feel, of what it feels like to be perfect, and that pressure is impossible, there's no possible way that you and I can do that. So I want to just walk you through a, a moment in, in Scripture where another guy thought that something was impossible. And then we're going to, do, we're going to have a bit of fun. Is that okay? Because I feel like it's super heavy in here right now. And, and that's, that's also okay as well. So in Matthew 19, I'm just going to read from verse 16 to 22. Uh, it says, Just then a man came up to Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good thing must I do to get in eternal life? Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied. There's only one who is good, and if you want to enter life, keep the commandments. Which ones, he inquired. Jesus replied, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not give false testimony, honor your father and mother and love your neighbor as yourself. All these I have kept, the young man said. What do I still lack? And Jesus answered, if you want to be perfect, go, sell your possessions and give to the poor and you'll have treasures in heaven, then come, follow me. And when the young man heard this, 
he went away sad because he had great wealth. This rich, promising, potential, you know, amazing young man gave up because it looked impossible. And I kind of feel like maybe we need to turn this slow burning process of giving up on its head. You know, because I, I feel like we're not feeling like, some of us are not feeling like we're going to give up now, but we feel like it's a slow burn. Like I can't possibly attain this, this level of fatherhood or motherhood for you mums. It's too hard. It's too impossible. But let's, you know, maybe we've got to just flip that whole thing on its head right now. Because I don't need to be complete perfection. Like this mountain of perfect dadhood is too hard to climb. It really is. And it's killing dads. And dads are giving up. You know? You don't have to be a superhero. That's the title of this message. You, You don't have to be a superhero. And I've got two things that we do need to do. If you're a dad, I'd write some notes right now. I'd get out your, your phone or a uh, pen and paper. Who carries pen and paper? Me. I do all the time because I love paper and I love stationery. And if you ever buy me a pen, I will love you forever. That's all right. Uh, we need to do two things. We need to reframe something and we need to remember something. I've got two simple points because dads like it simple, don't we? Yeah. Yep. Ladies, don't complicate it, what, what the expectations on us. Just make it real clear, real clear, and then dull, dull it down a little bit more and we might get it. That's how we work, all right? First thing, we need to reframe fatherhood, all right? Let's reframe fatherhood a little bit today, all right? We need to shift what good fatherhood looks like because none of us is perfect. And even if you try really, really hard, you ain't gonna be perfect anyway. So maybe we reframe it today. So I'm gonna jump back, backwards in Matthew and I'm gonna read a little section from Matthew chapter three. It's gonna be on the screen if you don't wanna turn there, that's fine. Now this is one of only two glimpses that we get between God the Father and Jesus Christ the Son. Right? There's only two moments in the, in, the, in the Gospels that we see this. One is at the baptism of Jesus. The next one is at the Mount of Transfiguration, where Jesus is transfigured before three of the other disciples, right? So this is Matthew 3. I'm just reading two verses, verse 16 and 17. It says, As soon as Jesus was baptized, He went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was open, and He saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on Him. And a voice from heaven said, This is My Son, whom I love, with him I am well pleased. And I remember at Presence Conference this year, Chris Hodges from Alabama in the, in the US, he was, he was just getting interviewed. And I don't know how parenting came up or fatherhood came up, but he referenced these, these same verses. And he said, you know, the, I get three things out of these verses for me and my parenting. And that's what I try and do every single day with my kids. And I thought I'd share it with you because it's been such a great revelation to me, right? Because we need to reframe fatherhood and parenthood and make it a little less complex and a little bit more intentional, all right? And number one is acceptance. You are my son. So what we're gonna do every day is accept our kids. 
accept who they are, accept their gifts, their unique you know, talents and gifts and bent and who God has created them to be. Acceptance. You are my son. You are my daughter. You are mine. You're, you, you belong with us. You belong with me. You're, you're a part of my family. You're a part of my tribe. And it helps the kids to find their feet and to go, wow, this, I'm a part of this and I'm wanted. I'm accepted here. There's an unconditional acceptance that's happening towards me right now. I know my place in the world and my first place in the whole world is right here in this family. And that's powerful. Jesus, God said, you are my son. This is my son, okay? So acceptance. Secondly is affection, whom I love. You need to love your kids. Your kids need to feel your love. Whether it's like spending extra time with them, you, can't, you can never substitute quality time, by the way. You can't substitute quality time with other things. So if you're too busy, you've got you to carve out some time to spend with your kids, to spend with each child, if you have multiple, right? So love on them, hug them, embrace them, kiss them, right? It might be awkward. Who cares? I, I still kiss my boys every night. And they're like, Dad, <laughs> stop, stop kissing me. And I'm like, I don't care. Because I love them and I don't want them to think for a second that they're not loved. Spend time with them, let them feel your love, affection. So you've got acceptance and affection and I love that there's a third A here. It's just warming my heart right now. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's affirmation. With you, I am well pleased. With you, I am well pleased, the Father said to Jesus. You know, your kids need to know, I'm pleased with you. You know, don't just rake him over the coals nine hours a day and then put him to bed. They should know you're, you're loved. I, I am pleased with you. You're so good at that. You're so great at doing that. You're so good at sports. You're so much more clever than I am. I love you, when you did that thing just then, that was so great. You're so kind. Like, I love who you are. Kids need to go, you know, I'm loved, I'm accepted, but who I am is okay. This is all right, and it's okay to be me. It's okay to be a bit different. My kids aren't all just like me. That's a good thing. Right? Affirm them in who they are, because every child needs acceptance, and every child needs affection, and every child needs affirmation. So every day, every day, acceptance. Every day, like, show them that you love them. Every day, affirm them in something. Super simple. I love it. It's simple. There's three A's. It's like ringing my bell. It's so good. Right? Thanks, Colette. Yeah, yeah. Blast in the past, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, Scylla, can I, can I, can I ask you to come up here as well? Because Scylla's going to help me out here because we've got these four things up the back here. But this is kind of the pressure that we face. And so one by one, just hang on, hang on, just, just one little second there. One by one, we're going to turn them around and we're going to just going to redefine it a little bit. All right? Because we kind of, you can start now, thanks. I should have, <laughs> I, 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 maybe I should have like let you go start there because it's going to take a bit to get them off the wall with all that blue tack that I put on there. Because we didn't want them falling down, right? But instead of being perfect, actually what we need to do is just be authentic. That's what we need. Let's not just try, let's not try, don't try and be perfect. It's unattainable. You just need to be you. 
just need to be you and real you, authentic you, not fake you, not perfect you, the best version of you, as many times as you can turn up a day, the best version of you, absolutely. But you just need to be you. Real, realness is the goal. It's okay to not have all the answers all the time. Okay? It's okay. This is something that I struggle with because I like to have all, I like to have everything, I like to know it all and, you know, have all the answers. It's okay to not, you know what I've realized? Every situation doesn't come perfectly wrapped with a bow and a little card that tells me what to do. That would be great. Wouldn't that be good if every time a situation came, I just went, oh, open the card. This is what to do. Lovely. You know, and I unwrap the situation and there you go. I find that, that when, a, when strange or weird or annoying situations come my way, it's a little bit like past the parcel. It's wrapped like a thousand times. But the more I go into it, the more I, I, I talk about it and, and walk it out, the more, I, the more I'm unwrapping this situation and the more wisdom I'm finding the more little bits I'm getting out of it and going, right, this is how we do it. You know, sometimes when you're walking with kids, it's complex. It's, 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 it's left field. And it's like, we've got to keep unwrapping this situation together. We've got to keep walking this out together because every time we do, I'm discovering something else. Every time we do, God's given me a bit more wisdom, a bit more grace, a bit more insight, a bit more understanding. So past the parcel is how situations come to us, I reckon. I just think you've got to be authentically you and you've got to say sorry as often as you need to because you will stuff it up. And, you, and if you're anything like me, you will raise your voice, you will lose your temper. And, and what's so valuable at the end of that is when you return to your child and you say, I screwed up. I, I, I didn't do it right. I didn't listen to you or I, I, I yelled or whatever. And that's showing your, your, your kid that d dad's not perfect, mum's not perfect, and it's okay for you to not be perfect either, right? Because perfection isn't the goal. There's a journey inside of all of this. You know, the journey is to become like Christ. The journey is to grow in intimacy and closeness together. You know, the journey is to not quit out and keep doing life together and do it better. So that's the first one. Second one is uh, instead of being invincible, because I'm not invincible, you know. The older I get, the less I realize how invincible I am, you know, falling apart. I feel like I'm falling apart sometimes. Any other dads with me on that one? Instead of being invinci invincible, what you actually need to do is be intentional. You and I need to be intentional. You know, or you don't have to look always strong on the outside. You don't have to feel like you've always got it together and it's always, you know, oh, we're fine, we're fine, we're fine. It's okay to be real. It's okay to struggle. It's okay to have a bad day. It's all right to go through a tough season. But let's be intentional about getting back up. Let's show our kids that we don't, we don't give up that we walk through the hard stuff. We do it with, with grace. Sometimes we don't do it with grace. <laughs> but we just keep getting back up, right? Modeling for your kids what resilience looks like, what tenacity looks like, what flexibility looks like, what pushing through anyway looks like. The next one is 
extraterrestrial, which I'm standing, I don't know if this is meant to be behind me or something, I don't know, but I'm definitely not like that. Uh, you don't need to be Thor. I know, I know, guys. I know that your, hu- I know your husband looks like Thor. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, maybe I should clarify. Um, before Endgame. Right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, good call, good call. You know, like, you don't have to be like these superheroes, you know, that are from another place. Superman, you know, Star-Lord, Drax, right? Don't be like Drax. You'll kill everybody. Like, (laughs) I know, but he's so literal. It kills me. Um, You don't have to be some kind of father freak. I guess that's what I'm saying. You don't need to have an extraterrestrial quality about you to succeed as a dad or as a mother. You just need to be engaged, you just need to be engaged. I find that the best afternoons are when I come home from work and I put my phone in a drawer. Because this is the biggest disengagement tool of your life. Get rid of it. Just like, no, 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 no. I don't need that right now. I know normally that happens with my iPad. Uh, <laughs> you just need to engage with your kids. Um, one of the best, one of the best celebration points of my wife's life was when I learned to come home and not go into my cave after work but I learned to when I came home that this is now not my time to relax this is now my time to engage with the home this is my time to engage with my children and engage with my wife and engage with the chores as much as I hate chores you know, or cleaning up or packing up the, to- the, the you know, all the boys' toys. It, you, how long did it used to take us every night? It was about an hour and a half. An hour to an hour and a half of cleaning up just the mess so that we could exist as a semi-normal family, <laughs> right? But I had to get home from work and my first thing was to go, I've had a tough day, so you just keep the children over there because I'm going to go and put my feet up. And where's my pipe and slippers? No, I wasn't. Maybe I was that old school. I don't know. But such a great moment in our family when I got this revelation that I need to engage. I need to engage. And, and sometimes that's what we need to realize is that I don't have to be out of this world. I, I just need to be engaged with my family, with my kids. Last one is that the pressure to be everywhere, the pressure to always be at every single thing that your kids are doing or putting on. You know, uh, when, when, we were, when I was flying back from Thailand and I was shifting from, a, from the plane and going to the train station to catch a train to Newcastle, that's when Josie's Father's Day breakfast was on. And I'm like, I missed it. I missed it. But that's okay because when I got home, I was present. I don't need to be everywhere. I just need to be present. I need to be present with my kids where they are when they're there, you know. So let's, let's reframe fatherhood. Let's reframe it a little bit because I don't need to be out of this world. I don't need to, be, I don't need to have the pressure of being a superhero parent. I just need to be engaged and present and, and intentional about my connection with my kids. That's good. All right, if you're writing down... This is the second point. I'm going to finish right, right on this one right now. And that is that we need to remember 
So we've got to reframe and remember. And we need to remember that nothing is impossible with God. So back to Matthew 19 and verse 23. It says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, after the young man had turned away and gone, whatever, I can't do this. It says, Jesus said to his disciples, Truly I tell you, it is hard for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and asked, who then can be saved? And Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. And that's just what you got to remember as a dad, as a parent, is that all things are possible. No situation is too far gone. It might look hopeless. It might look terrible. You might think that there's no possible way out of this. There's no possible way to get forwards on this. Your kids might be going through something. You might be going through something. Your marriage might be going through something, right? There's nothing that is impossible with God. No thing is impossible. And you and I got to get a bit of grunt and a bit of faith on the inside of us to go, this situation might be dark. It might be taking a while. It might, be, it might be putting some pressure on, but nothing is impossible with God. Nothing, right? Jesus is making a point. The rich young man has walked away. He's like, this is impossible. I got to quit out and nothing is impossible. You would be amazed at the turnaround that can happen in one week when you get your father involved in the situation. You get your Father in heaven, you release the Holy Spirit, you start doing some declarations like what Pastor Earl was talking about over our finances earlier, and things start to change because nothing is impossible with God. No situation's too far gone. And straight away, in a bunch of your minds right now, you're going, that's too far gone. That one doesn't apply. How is God gonna turn that thing around? Nothing's impossible. Zero. Not a single thing is impossible for Him to touch and bring life and bring breakthrough and bring resurrection. I love that word. Because that's not just what happened to Jesus. That's the power that's at work in us every day. The power of resurrection. The power of the, the, power of the comeback. You know? I'm not just here to live a few hard years on the earth. This has been probably the hardest year for our family so far. This has been the hardest year for our marriage. We've been married for 21 years and nothing has hit the fan like this year in our family and in our marriage. But God is the God who brings breakthrough and change and healing and resurrection power you just got to hang in there. You got to trust Him because He's a good, 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 good Father. I want to pray for you right now. Is that all right? If you're a dad, can you stand to your feet? If you're a single mom, can you stand to your feet in this place right now as well? Thank you, Father. Guys, just lift your hands. I pray for you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you that you're here and you're present and you engage with us and you're intentional. God, you are real with us. 
Just pray for a deposit of heaven. Every man's world right now in this place. Presence of God. The love of the Father. Power where we feel powerless. Love when we feel like not loving. When we're empty. Would you fill every man right here in Jesus' name. Would you fill us to overflow. Not to just enough, but to overflow, Father God. We don't have to be everything. We don't have to be everywhere, but we do need to be present. We do need to be engaged. God, forgive us where we've gone wrong. Give us wisdom and grace. Wisdom and grace. Wisdom and grace in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Doing a good work right now. Yeah, some of you guys need to feel the approval of your father right now. This is my son. This is my son. You are his son, who he loves. And with you, the father is pleased. You know, God said that to Jesus before he ever did a miracle, before he ever preached a sermon. He's already pleased with you. That's his default position. Thank you, God. You can have a seat. We're going to wrap up in just one second. Just want you to close your eyes for a minute. If you can do that with me, it's good. Because the Father loves each of us like a son or a daughter. But that relationship is not automatic. It takes a decision. And the Father's made it all possible for you to have eternal life in heaven and forgiveness for your sins and relationship with Him on this earth. But it's not automatic. It only comes by faith. It comes when we trust Him. And you were created for relationship with Him, but sin pushes us away. It pushes Him away. And Jesus' death on the cross, His resurrection three days later, enabled us to have forgiveness and to accept His offer of forgiveness and to be washed clean and given a new life and a new start relationship with Him, eternity in heaven. And if you're not in relationship with God through Jesus today, the offer is there. And if anyone is here right now, and you want to pray a prayer that invites Jesus into your life and asks the Father for forgiveness, your heart's probably beating pretty fast right now. That's the Holy Spirit going, that's you. That's you. Come home. Come home. Just lift your, lift your hand if that's you. It's me. I want to pray a prayer and invite Jesus into my life. I want to start a relationship with the Father today. If that's you, give me a wave.
Thanks for joining us for the C3 Victory Podcast. We would love to see you at one of our services. To find out more, visit us online at c3victory.org.au or check us out on Facebook or Instagram.